All right, guys, welcome back again to another episode. We've got a special, special guest here, and obviously you're joined by the usual, but um, we got Paul's not here with us today, so yeah, we've got Marvin in the building. <laughs> so yeah, our special guest, would you like to introduce yourself? Uh, hi, my name's Adiola. You might know me as the Modern Alchemist um, on Twitch. I also have a blog website and I'm starting to slowly but surely get into photography. So have a look at that. Mm-hmm. The main other thing I've got going uh, is I have a brilliant anime podcast. We know our stuff. So yeah, just good vibes all around. Good vibes. Plug yeah. that plug that in so i know today's episode is going to be it's going to be very intense all the gamers this is going to be a jam-packed one i'm glad i'm here so yeah marvin i know this is your field so i'll let you take the floor on this one so yeah uh babe, let's just say my learned field i'm trying but um, so i decided to bring or at least peter Ade because i know that she also has a ton of knowledge and so, um, where are we going to start? Where should we start? Ade, what kind of games are you into? What have you been playing recently? Um, so, we what have I been playing Beginning. Before we get into it. Like, oh, we dialing it all the way back to the beginning. Yeah. Really oh, it all the way to what the we like to do. Uh, yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. Let the viewers know. Hey, you know what? I thought of something. I even had it up. Before we get into it, I want to do a, a little game. It's a multiple choice game. I just discovered, shout out to game.co.uk. Since you guys are like the 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 game nerds, let me, let me put it to the chest. Let's see how much you guys know. No pressure. Okay. No worries. Okay. Wow, I think. No I, pressure. I but yeah. All right. First one, which Nintendo character appeared in a game first? So you got three options. Link in The Legend of Zelda. Love that game. Laughing dog, laughing dog in Duck Hunt, Donkey Kong in Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong. I'm guessing Donkey Kong. What are you gonna guess? Because Donkey Kong has been around on arcade machines. Our way I feel before. like it was either the first option or the last option. Link. You think Link? I swear. I'm gonna go with the first option. Actually, no, no, no. Oh shit. No, you no. could be right. It's too late. I've already said link. I'll right. have it. I'll have cool. it. Who is it? It is Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong. How does uh, link has been since I don't know how long we've had link? All right. The next one. Like nineteen nineties. I think it was the first Link game. Donkey Kong came out before that because it had the one where him and Luigi were like plumbers and that whole situation. So, yeah, yeah, Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong and Luigi. That's new to me. All I remember is the one where... The original Super Mario was completely different. Mad. Or was it just Mario Brothers? I can't remember, but yeah. All I remember okay. me playing is the one with him and Diddy Kong. That's it. No, I just know that they've had Donkey Kong Nintendo. since the time that they had like arcade machines. Like when we they had the oh, like um, even way back. Sorry. Further than that, they've had the what's it? You know the one where you have like the thing throwing barrels from the top. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. That's, that's the Donkey one. Kong. That was Donkey Black Kong. Black background, red ladders. Yeah, red yeah. barrels yeah. being thrown. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
That's from time ago. Okay, continue, Jamal. All right. All right. Which game was released first? Time Splinter, Time Splitters, Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon, and Halo Combat Evolved. Time Splitters. Why do you just say you're too quick? <laughs> um, I'm sorry. Okay, what next time I'll be What were the other two options? What were the other two options? Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon and Halo Combat Evolved. Ah, you went to the Matrix. You went to the Matrix. We didn't hear you say that all again. <laughs> Are we really? Can two people choose the same answer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, is, yeah. That, is that allowed? Yeah, yeah it's allowed. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to start keeping points? Yeah, cool. Same answer as Melvin. Same answer as Melvin. All right. Melvin's on two. Yeah, yeah, correct, correct, correct. It was Yeah. All right, which game has sold more copies, yeah? The Last of Us, mm-hmm. Players yeah. Unknown's Background, oh, Battlegrounds, Battleground, sorry, oh. And oh, yeah, PUBG. The last one is The Elder Scroll V Skyrim. Skyrim. I was, I was going to say Skyrim. Because because it's literally on everything. PUBG is PUBG is a free to play. They, they technically don't have to sell anything, and that it, it increased and then rapidly decline, declined. Last of Us, ooh, just because it's on every because Elder Scrolls has like a cult following. So does the Last of Us, but the Last of Us was a like a it was like a hit for the PlayStation. Three end of um, PlayStation Three, beginning of PS Four um, life cycle. So I don't know. I take a guess, bro. I'm I'm gonna stick with Skyrim. With your heart, because I just remember that guy um, in the announcement doing the stupid thing of him playing Skyrim on like a smart fridge, and after that, I was like, nah, nah, that's alright, alright. And the fact that it's actually possible. I'm gonna say Skyrim. I'm going to say Skyrim. Skyrim, yeah. Awesome. All right. Okay. Oh, you guys got it wrong. It was... If you said Last of Us. No, what? it was uh, Players Unknown's Battlegrounds. Are you joking? <laughs> that Seriously? does make sense. Oh, PUBG is not free to play. What am I on? So I'm not PUBG is not free to play, but it did... All right. Which Those Sony character? Which, souls. Which Sony character appeared in a game first? Spyro in Spyro the Dragon, Spike in Ape Escape, Solid Snake in Metal Gear Solid. What was the second one? Spike in Ape Escape. Spike. I'll say Solid. I'll say Solid Snake. Wait, 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 shit, when was the first Metal Gear? Which Sony character appeared in the game first? I don't know. This one, I don't know. <laughs> I'm guessing Solid Snake. When was the first Metal Gear? I can't remember. It's either Spike or Solid Snake. 
Wait, hold on. Who's the grin on this guy's face? Is it Solid Snake? That's the first snake in the series. There's like Liquid Snake, Venom Snake. This brings out the. the, the Okay, I'm going to change to Solid Snake. I'm going to change to Solid Snake. You could have been right, whichever one I don't know. And you guys are right. Solid Snake. Okay. (sighs) Keeping score. (laughs) All right, I'm going to do a couple more. I'm going to do like two more and we'll keep stepping. So which character has appeared in the largest amount of games? Crash Bandicoot, Lara Croft or Pikachu? Pikachu. That's not... Pikachu. Nah. That's Pikachu. <laughs> it has to be Pikachu. It has to be Pikachu, right? Yeah, it's, it's Pikachu. It, like, who else would it be? I thought you were going to say Mario. <laughs> if you said like, Mario or Sonic, like, then it's, it's baffling. You yeah. don't know. All right. But, yeah, because uh, <laughs> if Mario might have been a contender, do you know what I mean? But it's um, <laughs> Pikachu, hands down. All right. Go on. Grand finale. Sorry. Let's see. Finale, yeah. Last one. Okay, okay, okay. Which home console came out first? Oh, this is easy for you guys. Sega, um, Sega Nintendo, or Atari? Oh, it's difficult. Oh, nice. All right. Sega. Is it? Is Sega the Dreamcast? Wait, Sega Master System, Nintendo Entertainment System, Atari 7800. I'm going to say the Atari. Wait, so Sega, Atari, and then what's the last option? Nintendo Entertainment System. The NES. The NES. The no, I don't think Nintendo was first. This, I don't know. This, when it comes to certain dates, I don't, I definitely not know. This one, I'm not 100% I'm sure. I'm sure Nintendo wasn't first because it took over the market. I know it definitely wasn't yeah. first. The market leader, but I don't know if it was a pioneer. Any, many, many, many. <laughs> Are you sure? Are you sure? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, okay, let me just go with Sega. Marvin, what I know you... I'm wrong. I said Atari. I know I'm right. wrong. It's Atari, isn't it? It is Nintendo. Hey. What? It's a tie. <laughs> Oh my god! It's four all. It's four all. Golden goal. <laughs> Golden goal. Yeah. Confident. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Okay, cool. Let me not do that because you'll finish me. She'll finish me today. <laughs> all right. So, yeah. Oh, do you want to do like a, a appreciation, like speech? I thank my moms. You got you got four. Why could you not get five? Did the questions oh, fall from heaven that you could not get five? <laughs> Thanks, I'm gonna have to retire. You know? <laughs> Someone just needs to take my game of badge back. Like I nah, 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 nah. nah you did well, you did well, you did well, you did well. Yeah, you guys do well. I, I'm good. I was expecting to get smoked because she knows stuff mm. beyond me, so this is what oh, the random Wikipedia knowledge. Like, no, do you know when you get bumpy. bored and you end up on Wikipedia at 2 a.m. in the morning and you have no nah. idea how you got there? That's nah, never you... happened to you. Oh, no. Fam. 
unless you do like the association thing, the association game on Wikipedia, and you're like just going from one point to another. You can get lost in Wikipedia. I I, I definitely agree. Like something I'm invested in. Exactly, exactly. Oh, so this. See, he knows. You could be looking through a book summary, and then all of a sudden, you end up on the page for the Divine Comedy, and you have no idea how you got there. Like it's it's weird. Crazy. It's, it's, you feel like you're well, in them, them movies, them CSI. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and then all of a sudden yeah. you're learning about blood spatter patterns and famous murderers and you learn that somebody used to dress up as a clown. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And the only capable of finding your entire back, back history. Be careful. I'm not that good. I'm not that good. I have friends who are that good, but I'm not that good. I'm not that good. Ah. But where, where do we start the game chat? I did want to start off by letting people know that even though we're cracked up inside, well, most of us that are adhering to the pandemic rules, <laughs> um, we're inside. But the rest of you men that are going outside, enjoy your life. Just be careful not to, you know, enjoy responsibly. That's all we're going to say. But we would normally be having our um, um, different events and or different um, showcases talking about what games will be coming out and actually demonstrating more concerning consoles and the um, um, capabilities of them. And at the moment, we haven't been getting too much. The industry has been moving forward. It hasn't been completely silent, but it's been happening. So I know that, I think last week, we got the Unreal Engine um, 7? 5. 5. Why am I thinking 7? Yep. Yep. Unreal Engine 5. Unreal Engine 5. um, um, What's it? The showcase for that on the PS4 and it looked incredible. I think it looked incredible. I wanted to scream. It did. It did. It, it looks beautiful. It's it's all that happening now. In fact, before we even get onto that, the point I was trying to bring up is that we don't have all the showcases. And so there is a list. Um, I don't know where we're going to post this, but I did look up on Kotaku and they have a show of all the different events that would normally be happening that we could go to and now going to be doing everything online instead. Or at least there's like a different set or run of showcases that I'll be talking about different things. So if I was going to like quickly run through them, um, on the day of recording today is what? The 22nd of May. So we may have missed one or two. Yeah, 22nd of May. Yeah, time is flying. I beg my dad only reminded me it was his birthday next month, but I thought it was still in April. Um, so we've missed, <laughs> we've missed Summer Game Fest. Um, that was um, May 12th at 5 p.m. UK time. Then you've got Gorilla Collective and Gorilla Games are the Gorilla Games is the um, company that made Horizon Zero Dawn. They're also behind um, what's the flipping Killzone Killzone series. I think a number of other games as well. But they're doing a interactive talk um, and they're going to do a showcase um, the June for June sixth. We have the PC gaming show June sixth at three p.m. Eastern time. Um, we have the Steam Game Festival June 9th through June fourteenth. Mm. That just hearing Steam do any kind of showcase is actually interesting because um, I'm not mm. 100% into seeing all show like I'll be watching stuff on YouTube or whatnot but I don't always you know, pay attention to what's going on I've never seen Steam do a showcase and the fact that Steam is now doing a showcase is very interesting um, we have CB Project in, uh, Red and Night City Wire mm. um, they're doing, sorry they're doing their Night City Wire or one of the two I don't, I, that is not very clear for me Apparently, I'm not too smart to understand what they're trying to say. But we've got CD Projekt Red doing a showcase June 11th, um, and the time is to be discussed, so we're going to try and keep updated on whatever that is. EA is doing a play live um, June 12th at 12 a.m. UK time, so that is mad, midnight. 
Um, we have Ubisoft doing a move forward for our showcase um, July 12th at 8 p.m. Uh, Microsoft is doing theirs. Wow, they've called it 2020, but that's just going to be in July. So where we would normally have um, a ton of showcase, a ton of um, um, live shows as yeah. to what's going on, most people can go. Um, I know that the one that we always talk about is E3, um, yeah. normally held yeah. in the US. Everything, everything been locked off. We we know this. Um, but TwitchCon EU as well that was cancelled. I was okay. supposed to go to that in Amsterdam earlier this month, and I'm very upset that um, <laughs> that's no longer happening. Um, it's all mad. Wait, what else is all, also locked off other than um, TwitchCon? I know E3 locked off because of the massive uh, GDC 2020 yeah. was also locked off. That was where the um, Epic Games PS5. Unreal Engine 5 demo was supposed to be unveiled at GDC. That's no longer happening. There's just a bunch of um, anime gaming conventions worldwide that have been locked off. I know BloodCon has been locked off. AnimeCon New York has been locked off. And a lot of people are, like, upset. But mm. at the end of the day, do you know what I mean? We're not trying to start a whole new pandemic wave because we want to go and see the latest anime mm-hmm. and games releases. So it is what it yeah. is. It sucks, but we move. Mm. It sucks. We move. It's just kind of like interesting to see because we're now looking at how everything is now done online. But in previous, like recently, previous uh, years, people were starting to say that if you don't have a re- like a proper reason, if you're not there for any um, journalistic po- reason, going to some of these showcases, there's no point going. Um, you're getting a much better experience by watching, like let's say E3 from home, watching um, 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 CES. Is it if I'm correct? What's the, what's the other one? CEX? CEX. No, C-E-X. that's the... I'm trying to remember what it is. And you've also got um, 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 packs that you have yeah. different showcases going on and they're like, just... You you get a much better preview or everything watching it from home. Watching oh, it on EGX. EGX Res and EGX. Yeah. That was also cancelled this year but as well. Yeah. The stuff that you know. And it, it's, it's kind of like how peak everything's being cancelled. But now that we're doing everything online... Um, I think it may be a better thing right now that we obviously it's better for you know the current situation, but mm-hmm. it's kind of like a better thing for a lot of these uh, different um, companies to then be able to put together a showcase and show it online um, because then it's one of those cases. But was that me or you guys? I'm wondering if I should close the window. <laughs> no, I think <laughs> that's uh, that might be me. Okay, because I'm trying to watch out for the ice cream van that likes them. Come and make noise. Um, <laughs> you know them ones there. Um, but yeah, you, you've got so much of this that uh, companies have been held back from, but now they can do everything online. So given that now the companies can do everything online, we may get a better showcase. I think the only people that this may have hurt um, are Microsoft and Sony when it comes to showing off the new consoles that are coming out later on this year. What do you think? Um... I guess because they can't make a song and dance of the entire thing, it might lessen the impact, which, to be honest, the way they did it last year was just not good like that. <sighs> I was watching it and I was just like, can we can we get to the important bit? Like, I don't care if this guy's dressed up. I don't care if this guy's wearing, like, a, what was he wearing? Was he wearing, like, a, you know, the, the wooden reed hat that Itachi wears? 
embarrassing. <laughs> that thing. Yeah, I, I don't care if he's dressed up like a bargain bin member of the Akatsuki. I'm here for the game showcase. That's what I'm here for. So <laughs> I know what's I, going I, on. A lot of people are bagging on Sony for the um 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 their showcase as well. I think that's where you had you're talking about the straw read one. That's when they were sh- But definitely people locked in has kind of provided a better opportunity for them as well. It's like interesting to see now because now that the pandemic, obviously the pandemic has hit and where we would normally get a ton of information from like Sony and Microsoft, everything's now being halted and now pushed to whatever events that will be held online people to now watch. But it just means that Sony, people are starting to say that the this console war, I don't know why it still exists, but this console war is going to be won by Microsoft because Sony hasn't gotten out a ton of information. And quite frankly, I'm still going to get a PS5. So I'm kind of wondering what's actually going on with people at this point. Yeah, I don't know about that whole Microsoft is going to win the console war situation because PlayStation just has like an excellent variety of first-party games, not to talk of all the third-party stuff that they release as well. And narratively, they just kid it. Like, for example, The Last of Us, The Last of Us 2, disregarding the leaks and how some people seem to be dissatisfied with the plot. We're not going to reveal any spoilers, hopefully, on here. So, yeah, you don't have to look out for that. But even a lot of people were drawn in by the first one, Horizon Zero Dawn, like you mentioned, Sekiro, Bloodborne. Like, PlayStation just consistently brings that God of War they just consistently bring out good narrative titles and their online games aren't all that bad either. Like Overwatch is available on PlayStation, for example. I've been streaming that mm-hmm. for a while. Dauntless is available on PlayStation. Dauntless is cross-platform. There are a bunch of um, games that you can play online on PlayStation. So mm-hmm. Microsoft and Xbox don't necessarily hold the lead in that respective yeah. anymore. So with regards to winning the console war, I think at this point it's between Nintendo and PlayStation. Whoa. Unless unless they bring out like an absolute game changer at that. um, What is the title of the new Xbox? I don't know. It just gets longer and longer and the size of the damn thing gets bigger and bigger as I keep looking at diagrams. Xbox Xbox Series X X Project Scarlet. Supernova flies, whatever it's called. Will <laughs> help you relax. <laughs> the thing looks like a fridge. Like at some point, they're just going to strap a rocket on it. <laughs> it's going to have fifty billion horsepower. I don't know what's going on. But yeah, it's that. Nah, nah. Unless they come out with like an absolutely massive library of yeah. excellent titles on launch, I don't know how I'm going to feel about that. To be honest, to be honest, launch titles is something I'm concerned about with the PS5 as well. Really? Why? Yeah, because when they were first what? announcing the PS5... But I don't know, like myself. What do you mean by launch titles? So oh. when a console first comes onto the market, um, there's only going to be a certain number of games that are available to play on it at release. And also, if it doesn't have backwards compatibility, like, for example, say you've bought 120 titles on your PS3, 
you now buy a PS4. You can't put PS3 discs into a PS4 and there's no backwards compatibility. So only games that are available to play on the PS4 at launch are what you're going to be able to play on your new console. Yeah. So what is available at launch on the PS5? Are we going to be able to play all of our PS4 games on the PS5 and then they get a graphical upgrade? Yeah. Or is it only going to be originally that PS5 games will be available for the, like, the first month and then they'll patch in that backwards compatibility later on? Do you know what I mean? I don't know how it's going to work out. They said they're going to have backwards compatibility, but how long will it take them to implement it in a usable fashion? Which I is think, a problem. Is it something... Okay, this is something I didn't research into. I'm wondering whether or not they would have already built in the ability to have um, games are backwards compatible or having the system made so that they can have backwards compatibility between the PS5 and PS4 the same way you have it from the um, Xbox um, Series X to the Xbox One and I was thinking is did they say the architecture of the PS5 is completely different to the PS4 as well? Um, I'm not so sure about the architecture on that respect but I know that yeah. they've built in backwards compatibility to an extent on the console. I'm just concerned about how many developers are going to release patches that make it a usable thing for their games and if it will make all that much of a difference because the dual sense controller, I don't know how different that is in terms of button mapping. That might find um, that might cause problems when transferring everything onto the new console. So Right. Yeah, so I'm not. I'm not too sure. Also, because Microsoft, though I take the piss out of them a lot, they do have the Xbox Game Pass, which mm. is very, very good in comparison to PlayStation Now, which is complete garbage. I haven't. I haven't checked out. I can't say anything. I just saw that they had Spider Man, and I was like, maybe this might be good. Might be a good idea. This <laughs> like, might be a good idea. Like I went to EGX. I won a month. The Xbox it's Game Pass. Uh, yeah, oh. you take it. You explain it. You explain it. So the Xbox Game Pass is like a subscription um, system that Microsoft has allowed for you to be able to pay a certain amount each month to get access to a full library of games that they um, consistently up, um, update. So mm-hmm. you're not paying outright for certain games, but you're just paying for access to certain games that you can download. I think you can download and play them. And then, you know, as, when you do your um, subscription runs out or whatever happens, you no yeah. longer have access to them. So let's say... You want to have Forza, you want to have um, um, Gears of War all on your um, um, Xbox, but you haven't bought them. You pay like, let's say, nine pounds per month or maybe, how many, how many dollars or how many pounds per month is it? I think it's 8 99 I think it's not sure. So for those of you that are in like America, they'll around, be around about 11 to $12. Um, and you pay that <laughs> for a month and then you get access to those games for the mm. time that you, you haven't bought. Yeah, you know I mean, so like, that's what Game Pass is, and then PlayStation has PlayStation now, which is the equivalent um, yeah, yeah, for PlayStation. Yeah. yeah, I mean, so you have those, and you were saying something, Ariola, about um, whether or not Game Pass would be um, accepted. Oh, sorry, sorry. Uh, I can't find the words. I think I need to. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Um, <laughs> it'll be available. Microsoft's, Microsoft's Xbox Game Pass is pretty good. PlayStation now, it's just. They don't update their library frequently enough. And the fact that it's £12.99 a month, I think, 
for PlayStation now on top of what you're already paying for PS Plus, which is required if you want to play anything online. The only... So, here's the thing. When it comes to the Game Pass situation, Nintendo are like trash, like atomic nuclear radioactive trash when it comes to online and anybody who's attempted to find a level in super mario maker can tell you that because like why why am i inputting a 12 digit dodo code to find somebody's level and then i end up playing just some random garbage instead of what i intend okay let me not (laughs) anyway nintendo dog trash let's get back on let's get back on target so the only thing I will rate them for when it comes to online is the fact that their online is combined with access to their version of the Game Pass, which yeah. includes the NES and SNES titles. I think they added two um, quite recently. I can't tell you which two they were because there were two that I didn't particularly care about, but they added them, which is the important part. And that it's a combined service. It makes sense that you should combine something like the Game Pass with the online. Like, for example, mm-hmm. PlayStation. If PS Plus costs £10 a month or £12 a month and it included that PlayStation Now as an extra benefit all in one service, then I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be mad about paying £12 a month. I honestly wouldn't. But the fact that you're making me pay an additional £12 for something that Nintendo bundles in for free and Nintendo are literally blind, one-legged, assisted by a 160-power horsepower yeah. crutch on the wrong side <laughs> when it comes to online. And you, for some reason, don't seem to understand this. I don't get it. Like, what was the reason? What was the reason? It's instead of them. You know, I, oh God, because it's even weird comparing um, um, Xbox, PlayStation, and Nintendo because it's like you can't compare PC to console because that it's like PCs and it's a league of its own. It's an entire different. Though that's the way I see it at least. It's like a completely different ecosystem. The same way you look at Nintendo and you try and compare it to these things, and like these are completely different ecosystems. I feel like. Nintendo has an entire demographic, an entire set of people that will get a Nintendo D, like a Nintendo um, 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 Switch, and it you can have that alongside having a PlayStation and or Xbox, and it would make the most sense because even though you now get more crossover, there are games that are really just made for Switch. There's not many games that I know of that are made for Switch that are ported over to Cuphead. Uh, Cuphead was a really good port. Cuphead was actually the reason why I got a Switch because I damn well wasn't going to get an Xbox to play it. <laughs> so. well, that's a fair point. That's a fair point. Yeah. But okay, so let's say you, you get a Switch because you want to get Cuphead. But Cuphead was ported to the Switch. What games are made for Switch that are moved to console? Uh, Metroidvania games, mostly like narrative games like um things like undertale for example what else because i know that they've brought out what is it called void bastards or something like that which is like a first person shoot on switch but i mean do you really go to the switch for first person shooters <laughs> no no you don't no you don't so I don't know how well that's going to do, but they have a free demo anyway on the store. So whenever I apply yeah. Nintendo Pro Controller, decides to come in the post, mm. uh, I'm going to be giving that a try. 
but yeah i i understand what you mean that it's a completely different demographic but there's a reason why nintendo switches are currently sold out worldwide yeah like completely sold out like they restocked talking. worldwide and they were gone in 30 minutes that's oh <laughs> my god nintendo is a, fam, Jamal, nintendo is a different beast like fam, i can't explain it i cannot explain it it's it's they're the people that made games for our childhood but they everything still makes cultural sense now yeah and they have a hold on all the people that are making money as for recent graduates or whatever and then they also have reached to younger generations easily because like, a lot it's, of their it's mad you know like, when i when i when i clocked that nintendo's doing like big things so my cousin also he's into gaming as well when he told me that you know what yeah i'll give you my i'll give you my ps4 and i'll keep um nintendo switch like Basically, he would basically obviously you know like when your cousin just give you consoles when they when they're done with them, innit? So I'm lucky. You your brother just dashed you the PS4. He was just like here. Yeah, and he have kept, it. Yeah, and he said he wanted to use the switch instead. But when when he I when took he my PS4 out, on holiday to Nigeria, brother, I would never. I, I, I <laughs> what. <laughs> I would never. I would, That's when I uh, knew that Switch yeah, is doing bits for him to give big boy PS4 and keep the Switch. He looked at you wow. in your face and he said, You're going to take this one and I'm taking the Switch. Yeah. <laughs> that's what he said to you. Yeah. The Switch is not a joke. And that's the thing. Nintendo has, it's, it's an entire monopoly for them. Like everything, you don't have any other console that is coming and challenging the Nintendo as another handheld device that works just as well. Yeah, no, especially because the PlayStation Vita PSP is no longer a thing. Like, it's just, it's not going to happen. It's just not. PSP was, oh, I loved it. Oh, my days. PSP was the one. It was hard. It's hard. It was Um, great. Like That time period. But no, the Switch is just, it's, I feel like it's the epitome of a handheld console, especially Mm -hmm. the full version version of the switch you can't take the controllers off and switch them out for like a do you know what i mean like the original switch is just it's a thing it's a thing of art like you the way that you can just store everything the way you can take controllers off the way you can add additional controllers in it's just it's so convenient like do you know how much effort i had to put in in order to fit my PlayStation into one of my suitcases to take to Nigeria. Let me let me guess, because you had to be forfeiting clothes that you're going to be wearing and outfits yeah. that you're going to be wearing to take to Nigeria. Of course. Uh-huh. Of course. But I was able to play over watch in Lagos with no problem. So <laughs> it is what it is. She said, I'm going to but play Overwatch for this fine shoe. <laughs> this fine hat. Of course. Listen. What do I need shoe? <laughs> what do I need shoe for when my house is there? Do I have to leave my house for entertainment? No, <laughs> dash the shoe. Oh, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. My PlayStation is here. But with the Switch, you just yeah. literally dash it in your pocket, hold yeah. it under your arm when you're going through the... What's it called when you're going onto the plane and then making sure that you've got like boarding. the required number of bags? You don't. Yeah, when you're boarding... 
you don't even need to have an additional bag. You can literally just hold it under your arm. Are they going to charge you £50 for an extra bag because of your switch? No. Mm-mm. Or you yeah, just pop it in your waistband, uh, put your shirt over it and keep walking. You've got to x-ray you and be like, what's <laughs> Ma'am? Ma'am, what's, the sh- what's going on? <laughs> oh, man. But we were talking, I was talking yeah. about before... Um, I did get caught by Agent Smith into the Matrix. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, we were talking, so we were talking about um, the representation of uh, characters um, and cultural appropriation within Brand Zero Dawn. I'm someone that whenever I play a game or whenever I take in most mediums, I like to take in a medium first before I start picking the party tip. And if I see the problems that are too clear to, to miss, then I'm going to be... You know what I mean? Like, I'm going to take myself away from whatever the platform is. Mm. Around Zero Dawn was pointed out, the friend I was, um, that was in the chat, um, she's from America, and she was telling me about how the game is a brilliant game, but there are too many clear issues in the game that we need to start addressing. So it's interesting. She is a black native, well, not black native, but as a black um, individual within America, she said that it's very clear that the, or at least some people within the um, Native American um, um, culture um, had stated that the game pulls way too much or pulls in um, 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 things from uh, uh, their culture. Sorry, the game pulls in from their culture things that may necessarily not be needed to be um, Marvin, take two. Mm-hmm. The game it's pulls disrespectful. in Yeah, it's disrespectful. It pulls in factors from Native American culture that may be disrespectful to pull in and or uh, make comments about so if it's not only just no problem look at this guy having to <laughs> let me give him a second to come back so he can cut that entire section out yeah go on no it's fine <laughs> I, I waited so at least if you want to cut that bit out you can cut out okay. um <laughs> so the game pulls in things from it's american culture that may be a bit disrespectful to pull in from so when she was making comments she was talking about it's not just the clothes or whatnot but it's stuff like certain um animals that you see or animals that you see um, or um, um, robots within the game because the game has uh, bio, I don't know how the hell to explain, but you would we'll just call them robots for now. Mm-hmm. That are, when you see them, they're clearly pulled in from Native American culture and it shouldn't have been um, referenced or even closely referenced. And then she also made comment that the games that we play, there needs it's like the companies need to do more to actually make it so that we do see um, representation um, within games, but it needs to be done correctly. Mm. That's where mm. we're going with that. And I wanted to see, because I started this conversation with you a couple of days ago, but then I had to say, stop talking, Addy, because yeah. this is all good content and we can't just let it go into the ether. So what was your perspective on that? Um, I feel like games companies, streaming companies, just the whole gaming space as a whole, they have a problem with respectful representation. And I think it's purely because they don't have enough of the people who would say, hi, there's an issue here. Do you know what I mean? Maybe because they don't have the required cultural knowledge or they don't have the required skin colour to know um, what it feels like to be a person who's malign, prejudiced against that kind of thing by these types of things. So the people that they have around them advising them, greenlighting these things, wouldn't necessarily know what to pick up on. Like if you're going to make a game, 
based on Native American culture, you should ask Native American people, hi, is this offensive to reference? How do I incorporate pieces of your culture in respectfully? Do you think this would offend a large amount of people? Like simple surveys, hiring people on as part of like a diversity effort or as part of like a a green lighting committee. Do you know what I mean? That kind of thing would reduce the number of instances of this kind of thing happening. And it's not just in gaming do you know what i mean like everyone remembers the h&m incident where they had that photo shoot and it just so happened that the black boy was the one with the t-shirt that had some sort of monkey slogan on it do you know what i mean and if they had just run that by one black person i feel like they would have told you mate i I don't think that's a good idea do you know what i mean so yeah yeah. weird about that because when you're bringing up like when you um, remind me about that. I just I watched the video just today, and um, I wish I remember the name of the guy so I could credit him. Um, I'm gonna have to search it up. I'm gonna have to search it up because he made some very valid points, and I actually want to credit him correctly because what he was sta- saying was that a lot of these brands get a lot of um, um, attention from like outrage. They get yeah. a whole heap of attention, and it was. Um, he, the point that he made was that, um, okay, makeup brands. There's a makeup brand that made um, a palette, right? And, they, okay, that grin on your face is scary. <laughs> I've watched a, make- a lot of drama videos about this. I've seen a lot of tweets yeah. from people like Jackie Ina, Patricia Bryant talking about all of this. Yeah, there's a lot of people that make um, comments about that kind of thing. Profiteering yeah. off of outrage. And it's it's starting to get really really old. Well, that's the like, thing. We're I, all tired of it. We're tired of it, but what what can we? It's not what can we do, but a lot of these people. There we go, Tarek or Tareka Ali on um, YouTube. The the video just popped up, and I was like, what? And he was talking about um, he was talking about TikTok and why racism is trending. And the video came out. I was like, what is okay? why is racism now apparently trending and why is it on TikTok? Because we have been seeing a ton as to what's been going on now. This is going away from game chat, but we're going to have to wrap this back in. So he was talking about how a lot of these companies get a lot of um, um, PR from, or uh, yeah, a lot of PR, a lot of um, attention from outrage marketing, especially from black outrage. We get offended at, we get offended at stuff that is clearly offensive, but it's the use of things that are clearly offensive to get attention to whatever brand it is. Because a lot of these people that, Let's say yeah. if, it's, if it's Instagram, a lot of companies don't necessarily care initially about what people hate or what people are paying attention to. They care about the numbers that are associated with people having attention. So if someone is out there on Instagram and they may have racist views or whatever, they're making comments or sorry, on TikTok, they have, they have racist views or whatever. They're going to, the company that may want to sponsor said person is looking at the numbers that that person is pulling in. How much attention does that, does that person have? How many eyes does that person have? On them, I did it's frozen again. Oh, she's she back. back. Yeah, she's back. I see it. She's back. Yeah. I was waiting for it to come back in. Yeah. What's the last thing you heard? Uh, a lot of companies that may have race issues. No, a lot of last thing I heard before it sort of. <laughs> <laughs> we'll pick up. We'll pick up. Don't worry. Um. A lot of a lot of um, individuals that may have or, or influencers that may have um, racist views, um, 
will get a lot of attention and companies that look to sponsor them will not initially look at what they may say or their outlook. They may primarily look at the numbers and or the views that person has so that they can sell. Mm-hmm. The same way you have... Okay. Oh, we can have the discussion. Okay, let's go for it. PewDiePie. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Let's go for it. Like he, start, he started in like, what, 2000 and something? And he's the most subscribed single creator on YouTube. He's got like over 103 million subscribers. And yeah. initially I was one of those subscribers, you know what I mean? Because I got into gaming content. I got my PS4. I started streaming. So naturally I started watching people's Let's Plays people's playthroughs and his playthrough of what was it bloodborne popped up and it's just really funny so i subscribed and i just watched the occasional video i wasn't like an avid viewer of his channel i was just there every so often Mm. and i didn't know that he had a racism problem or that his fan base was exceedingly toxic until that whole thing happened where he said the n-word like about three times in the space of what was it a year and a half yeah. and i was like All right, bro, once <laughs> is a one-off twice is not a coincidence three times is definitely not enemy action you're done out here him <laughs> markiplier and a couple of people i had to unsubscribe and he originally lost his deal with disney like he had a massive deal with disney and he lost it because of yeah. the original outrage around the situation around the whole nazi salute thing and what was it just over a week, two weeks ago, YouTube Gaming exclusively signed PewDiePie. Even though his fan base is probably one of the most toxic out there. And during the whole fight he was having with T-Series, which is like an Indian production company, it's massive in Bollywood. And they were having a fight over who was going to be like the most subscribed YouTube channel. A lot of the content he was making just made me very uncomfortable. Do you know what I mean? Like it's just very culturally insensitive. You wouldn't say that sort of thing to somebody in public. It was just, it was offensive. I'm not even going to say insensitive. It was just offensive. So how can someone look at that and be like, oh, it's fine. No, he's got a hundred and something million subscribers and he pulls in over three million every video. Let's just, let's just sign him. It's fine. It's excusable. Let's just That's sign. what companies do. What's the That's worst? What that's what we see them do because it pulls in attention. I think, I don't know, because whenever it comes to a lot of stuff concerning the games industry, I find it so annoying that the people that are the loudest within our community, not the people at the forefront always, but the people that are the loudest and we see the most are the people that are sometimes the most toxic. And it really isn't, well, toxic isn't the word. Hypocritical? Not hypocritical because we have... Within the games industry, I, do you know what I've been, I've been saying to myself? And it's really annoying, but I've been saying to myself, a lot of people don't know how racist their kids are. Like, you play some of these games and you, some of you... Yeah, you told me, yeah. <laughs> fam, a lot of people do not realise how racist their own children... Fam, I was playing Rocket League last week and I got called, in, like, the N-word. I don't want to say it on the platform, but I got called the N-word. And this is a game that is available to everybody. There's nothing that suggests any ill intent on that game. There's nothing that suggests anything. It's a sports game. But someone still found a way to put N-I-G-E-R. Now, the reason why they know, I'm like, I don't see why I shouldn't have a picture or something that represents me on whatever platform I'm using. You know what I mean? 
I'll be careful as so people don't need to find my parents or whatever if I can. But I don't see a point. So people can see that I'm black. So that's not a problem. And I'm trying not, I'm really now learning. It's very clear that you cannot get annoyed at every single instance or reaction that you have from people. Because I've noticed that we can't, I can't, I'm not only just going to look at PewDiePie and I'm not going to just say his audience because a lot of the, of, of, of gaming culture, a lot of people seem to use racism as an outlet for whatever anger that they may have within games. Hmm. So the game isn't the issue anymore. It's now the people that we are allowing, allowing to play them. And the people that will, everybody has a right to play these games, but now we're starting to clearly see that there is, there is a, for me, there is a serious racism issue within any game that I play. I remember there was a game, I was playing Rainbow Six Siege, and you were watching me on uh, Twitch one time, and remember the first incident I had? And I was flipping, yeah. I was like, this is different. I can understand, no, I can't understand actually, but I can react and keep myself together when I get a racial attack. What happened? Oh my, fam, the guy was telling me about how there's no place on earth for black people. How <laughs> he was saying that black people are the scum of the earth. If I can find the, vi- the, the video, and I'll just send it to you privately. The guy was saying all oh, this, and I was on stream, and I just sat there like, wow. Because it wasn't just like calling me the N-word. It wasn't saying it, but it's the fact that he was going on and on and on and on and on. And then one of his boys that's on the same part, we're on the same team, by the way. What the? We're on the same team, and he's insulting me. See what I'm I was just baffed. I was like, what do you mean? What do you mean there's not? And I was just saying to myself, this guy is really out here. I'm streaming this, and my man is really out here saying, da, 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 How is this? You know what I mean? Like, how is it that we're, at this point, we're in 2019, no, end of 2018, beginning of 2019, and I'm being insulted this badly on a gaming platform? Now I was like, oh yeah, racism isn't dead. Do you know what? Can I, can I jump in on this one? Yeah, please? say for it. Go for it. So, uh, I got my PlayStation. I pre-ordered Monster Hunter World. It came in January of, when did that game come out? 2016. And I started streaming. So, the third ever time that I went online, and this was when I was still lugging my PlayStation down seven flights of stairs to use the TV in the common room and bringing my laptop along and setting it all up and... Yeah, so anyways, the third ever time I decided to stream to Twitch, I think I was playing Overwatch. So I jump in, um, I turn my mic on, and at this point my profile picture is like a random selfie. So Mm -hmm. I don't have any mods at this point because, like, I was just starting a channel. I'd only just, you know, started really talking to communities, getting to know people, and... About oh, 20 mod- minutes in. Sorry, yeah, 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 uh, yeah. Moderators, yeah. Moderators yeah. are real Gs, like ride or die is like good moderators. Some of them are the good ones, real G. <laughs> but yeah, no, for real, like I had no one like that. So it was just me having to ban yeah. people, time out people, report people, whatever. And about 20 minutes in, I just noticed, you know, when you're streaming directly from PlayStation, it has the bar in like the top 
right hand corner that shows you how many messages are popping up if you don't have the column that shows the actual messages so I just noticed that there was an abnormal amount of messages in the chat because I was in um, competitive I was playing ranked so I looked to the side and this guy had created like six accounts and was repeatedly um, spamming or the n-word into the chat along with a twitch clip that happened to be of like an interracial porn video yeah so i banned him and then he came back five minutes later having created what was the account the modern alchemist is an n-word and kept spamming and was like oh um again think we're gonna weigh you think we're going to go away, we're going to keep coming back, we're going to keep following. And this guy kept follow, making new accounts, following, subscribing, coming back with another account. And this went on for about an hour and a half until he finally, I guess, got IP banned, which, by the way, Twitch does not... <laughs> Twitch does not ban people very quickly. And I know there are a lot of people who are really annoyed who have situations like this, like people coming after them because they're female, Mm. um, because they're bi, because they're Latino, whatever it is. Some sick bastard will start harassing them in chat and they'll report it to Twitch and it doesn't get handled for months sometimes. There are people who have people literally internet stalking them, sending them death threats or whatever. And Twitch has not done anything about it. There's a person on Twitter, what's her name? Cypher of Tyre, who had yeah. like a, it was a terrible problem and they didn't do anything about it. So luckily for me, mine got banned and then he got like taken out for real because he got like, what was it? The the baby ban that was like three days. And then he got like properly permanently banned after that. But there are some people who that just does not happen to them. They get like suspended and then they pop back in. They're like, hi guys. Do you know what I mean? So it's terrifying. It's terrifying. You I like at that point I I didn't know what to do. Like like I literally after that stream I turned off my PlayStation and I just sat there in the comment room and I cried. Like I because I was like, how is this random person gonna come out here and just be doing that? Like what do you not have manners? Do you not have training? Like, why do you think this is acceptable? But then I realised all of these years that I was playing stuff like, for example, World of Warcraft, and you start playing with random people and then they start sending you messages or they get mad because you're female and this kind of thing. I don't know why. I just felt like my Twitch channel was my safe space and I didn't appreciate that somebody had come in to do that type of thing. But it happens and it happens a lot. And the people who do these things, I'm sorry, their parents know full well how racist they are. Mm. They do. Because I feel like racism is very much, it's not a nature thing. You're not innately born racist. It's It's a matter of nurture. It's a matter of nurture. And the people who affect us the most are the people who raise us, the people who are around us on a regular basis. So the parents know exactly how the children think because they've encouraged them to think that way but to take that behavior in person or they're braver when they're not doing it in person so behind a random profile picture they feel perfectly entitled to just regurgitate that all over the internet and it's sad but it is what it is so i don't feel any type of sympathy or sorrow 
for those people I because can't. you can't. You can't. What? You can't. No, you don't. You don't. You don't. I think it's a scary like thing to actually have to be in. I kind of find it so weird that we're now in a position where people are able. Like I feel. I don't even. I can't put into words how I feel right now because when I think about it, it's like we're we're in a weird position where we're like we should encourage a lot of people to take uh, part in this kind of like gaming is an art form. Um, yeah. Like the game, games that are made are an art form, and they're an entertainment medium and so many different things. And we encourage people to take part, but then there are certain sects of people. This it, the same way you have it in everything else that will exclude and um, um, attack people because of their race and or gender. So it's kind of it's. It's one of those things where I'm. We look at people like PewDiePie's platform, and we look at like so. You said Markiplier, and it's like okay, we, we're wondering what's going on, but then it's like it's ingrained within this medium, and th- that's the thing that even if I bring it again back to um, Horizon Zero Dawn, because I find it very interesting as someone that would eventually like to be making games, fully, um, and being one hundred percent focused on how um, um, I convey a message message and actually have people take part in the entertainment medium it's a bit scary to try and make these games because if i don't make them correctly i can get attacked for representation of black people even because we are not on one list. i can't make a game as a black Leonean british man that will represent the like different facets that we exist in we are not just like one set people so i won't even get it right as someone like that and that's not making excuse for like games like Horizon Zero Dawn that draw culturally from other things and do it incorrectly. They should get people that consult, that they consult for a knowledge, but it, it's almost impossible. But then going further to say that we need to start having our own studios because I don't know, I don't know that many, um, um, what's it? I think a new one opened up. Um, what was it? Let me know. Last year. There was a black-owned game studio that opened up in London, and I remember it being tweeted on the Black Girl Gamers account, and it mm. was like a big thing because I hadn't really heard of a like a fully um, targeted like black game developers. So, because even I'm not into like you know I'm not an IT person. I'm not a writer i'm not an illustrator i'm not any of that so even though i'd like to get involved in the industry my involvement would be like more on the financial administrative legal side do you know what i mean so even applying for those positions the people on the posters on the adverts the contacts were predominantly white people so it was very special to me seeing that there was a whole studio just full of people who looked like me. Like I really yeah. appreciated that. It really matters. It really does matter. That's yeah. why I think having com- I have I think having companies like that that clearly show that there is a black section. It's not that we're separate from everybody else, but we are there with you. So having this racism happen even within the 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 sphere of gaming shouldn't be acceptable. You shouldn't have had to go through the attack that you went through, just Twitch streaming. I shouldn't have to go through, like nobody should have to go through um, um, a form of attack just because we don't represent people that exist within the community because the community is vast, right? And it's not like exclusionary. We don't have only white studios. Well, they do exist. But it's not that we have uh, studios that are only white but don't have black people that play the game. We don't have, uh, stu- like games pull in 
from so many different cultures, from so many different kinds of people, from so many different exactly. um, areas of the world. I don't, it's ridiculous now, but something that I'm not surprised by that people still, even though we have black people making these games, still play them and be, they won't have a sense of regard for mm. who may be a uh, uh, part of providing this form of entertainment to you, who you're mm. playing as. I was playing, fam, I was playing Rainbow Six Siege. This is something that made me realize, wow, like it's actually ridiculous. Again, Rainbow Six Siege, there are certain games that the, the community, you will just meet some of the worst people. The community can be brilliant, but some people that you meet can just be the worst human beings. Playing the game, came across, I'm sorry, people within the game, you have different operators. Operators are pretty much characters um, that have different abilities. And you have characters that are black. And it's a very, this game, the reason why I always talk about it, because it's something that really does amaze me. Not just on the, the ability to provide a consistently moving game that is still competitive regardless of whatever time you play it and it's still interesting to play, but the inclusion that you have within the game. You have, because of the fact that it is based on war, you have different um, um, army um, um, sects that they pull from. And this will go from literally, oh, well, actually, let me not say these. No, they have people from Egypt, Egyptian operators, all the way to American to Brazilian. You know what I mean? So it's literally from one side of the script to the other. And it doesn't, it doesn't even shy away from um, um, Chinese and whatever, like Chinese, Japanese, uh, Korean. It doesn't shy away from all of that. But then I was playing as one character and I was talking to the teammates that I had and I was like, okay, what are you going to use? Who are you going to use? You're going to use that person? Okay, cool. I might just team with this person. And I said one character, his name is Castle. Oh, the nigger operator. <laughs> they had to consult somebody to get information about this character. There is background concerning this character. This is probably even modeled on a black person. There is so much that goes into just having one operator in this game, I'm pretty sure. The nigger operator. This is 2019 that I got told this. I was just like... See, hearing that, it's not surprising that that guy got lynched by father and son in Georgia the other week. Like Ahmad Aubrey. Uh, yeah. Uh, Someone tweeted two months ago when after two hundred years the United States decided to make lynching a federal crime. You mean to say I've been walking around lynchable this entire time? And I'm not gonna lie, I laughed at the tweet, but a part of me was thinking, Rah, that's still not a crime. <laughs> That's still not okay. So when I hear something like is, this, I'm is, just America is a wild place, you know. You like, see, it's not just America though, because outright, do you know what it is? America is overt because literally everyone and their grandma has a gun. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like I remember going to the Walmart, like the massive Walmart in New Jersey where we live, and this this granny, like her her trolley or whatever overturned and her little handbag was unzipped and out pops like a glock and i'm like wait what <laughs> yeah. where he got a strap she was like whoa, 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 hold up hold up like wait a minute you mean to tell me you need to tell me you locked and loaded this like in she got license to carry <laughs> in the frozen aisle like yeah. everyone has something 
and that's why conflicts are so like overt over there whereas i feel like in britain it's more over over like it's it's, over. it's less institutionalized and more it's less constitutional and more institutionalized yeah. over here yeah it's the term that everybody was using I heard it yeah. from what's in the grapevine. It's insidious. Yeah. <laughs> Someone, some, I think there was a book that said that every brick in Bristol was built with the blood of a slave over here. And that really struck me because you don't normally pay attention to the mortar when you're looking at a building. You see the bricks, you see the completed picture. Mm. So a lot of people look at places like the UK, for example, and they think, oh, we don't have, like, we don't hear of people walking to police stations and never coming out. You don't hear of the police shooting people in the middle of the street. Apart from those riots that happened in, like, 2012, you don't hear about that type of thing happening often. Mm-hmm. But it does happen. You submit a job application and, oh, your surname is too complicated to pronounce, so you don't get picked. Um, you don't submit a photo with your application, but you have a white-sounding surname. You turn up to the interview and they're like, oh, you're not what I expected. You speak into the mic and because you don't have a noticeable accent, they don't know that you're not white, but they look at your profile picture and all of a sudden they start treating you differently. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So just because it's not as overt here doesn't mean that's not a problem. It's very distinctly a problem over here and it's a problem all over the world but in the games industry I just feel like we're never going to see progress until we start seeing more faces that more accurately represent the people of the world in the positions that matter the positions that are responsible for these decisions so until we see a wider variety of people in the workforce Mm. we're not gonna get that accurate green light check for games and situations like this are going to keep popping up do you know what because i think oh gosh we're about to go over the time what what i was going to say we'll just start over again the thing i was i was saying i was about to say was that i don't even know it's if it's only just a case of having representation within different companies anymore this is what i'm saying like we need to have we need to be able to work within these companies. And I do think that if we have our own, people should be able to work within ours. But I think the same way we have people making moves when it comes to makeup, hair, food, um, just general business. You know what I mean? We have so many black people, ah, boy, this is not going into something else. Um, We have so many black people within um, 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 different areas and excelling, doing well, very well within different areas. We have natural born entrepreneurs that just come out of our just the ethos that is black or the the our our culture, just as being an African person. Like there is so much that we have that we have to give, but we haven't seen. Or I haven't seen. I haven't seen the representation, and I need to see it. There is one person, Desmond Gale. He is the own. He is the CEO of Alter Gene. It's a games company within the UK. That's, That's just, the one. That's, that's the one you guys are talking about. Yeah. I spoke yeah. to him. Uh, I spoke to him and I applied to his place time ago when I wanted to look for a job and he got back to me. Now, he didn't have places at the time. I can understand. You know what I mean? But I was proud. Like, I don't care. It's the fact that you exist as an entity within the UK. 
and that you're doing something and you're not just thinking about it, you've gone for it, but we need more companies. Um, I don't know where to start with that one. I really don't know. I don't think, I think people are, um, I think with all areas, hmm. there's a merger between different cultures and we're having people having to learn um, how to adhere to each other's culture and work together despite the different backgrounds and ways of doing things. Because but, if there's people in there, the, th- the thing is that people need to know that if someone is, like what you said about the whole native, um, the whole native Indian thing, like if, the, if there was someone who was of that race, all these, like, I feel like is education, people are not educated enough. They're not. Like, if you're, like, if you're not. educated about, oh, okay, I shouldn't say this, or, oh, I shouldn't do this, then yeah. all these things will be happening. Honestly, people are, are like, especially like, obviously, because in America, there's some places where, especially the South, in it, some people are just ignorant. But if they, you know, open up their mind, if they're taught, yo, it's this, this, that, don't do that, then all these things won't be happening. Honestly, I just think people don't like, people just need education, isn't it? That's what I've come to understand. Because I used to wonder why people like this. You know, but I, you're, I think you're right. People definitely need to be educated. With ignorance, I feel like ignorance, racism will never truly go away because it's, racism is a form of ignorance. Again, ignorance is just the lack of knowledge. Mm. Uh, I think racism is just a violent form of ignorance, and I think it, it's something that we can't truly get away from because as long as people aren't willing to to understand and people aren't willing to be educated and they're not willing to put their mind towards understanding someone of a different culture, we're just going to have racism. Um, so that's, that's one section. But I do think... And the people that are still going about like that guy, I didn't even know. I wish to see, oh, this guy's got bare subscribers. Oh, what's he doing? What's he doing? The PewDiePie guy. Because he's an institution at this point. So people like, see um, that he's popular. They jump in. They like some of his content. And they just consistently keep watching. It's why people like Jeffree Star, for example, still have careers. Like he's probably, I think he's the most subscribed beauty YouTuber, regardless of the fact that, in my opinion, he's a terrible human being. But people are going to ignore that. Do you know what I mean? It's why Keem Star is still a thing, despite the numerous problems people have. That's not even so, I just think we should be banned, man. That's when people start wising up. I don't know why I, I didn't even know who the, who the hell <laughs> it's just banned as soon as you, he, he, you get someone just needs to just delete his YouTube account two tracks hack and delete his YouTube account well I'm not I'm not advocating not advocate. but I wouldn't cry <laughs> if it happened yeah I wouldn't cry if it happened let's put it that way because he's just he's, he's terrible human. okay let's, let's, let's be careful if you watch this video and you get the idea to do it don't do it we're not telling you to do it do not do it <laughs> we're not advocating for you to do it she is not advocating. She did not say do it. She just wouldn't cry if we did, but don't do it at yeah. all. Yeah. <laughs> just so people don't come for next. We don't want you to be, we need to protect. <laughs> we need to protect. Um, but no. But with regards to racism, um, there are people who are very highly educated who are still prejudiced against women who still don't listen to people who are younger than them because they feel like as an older person, they know better automatically. It's not, I don't feel like it's so much a matter of 
ignorance as it is a matter of yeah prejudice mm. and as human beings there are how many of us there are eight billion of us yeah. minimum probably more on the level of 10 especially now given that there's apparently been a baby boom since everyone's been locked up i mean for some people what else is there to do all day but anyway um yeah don't worry give it nine months <laughs> give it another five give it another five uh, well, quarantine babies a lot Good. of them Oh, when, imagine what this is going to look like to a modern history class in about 10 years yeah oh yeah you were a quarantine baby when when were you born oh uh i, I want to say about february 2021 yeah you're definitely a quarantine baby mate oh, yeah. that's gonna be the most embarrassing thing but that's <laughs> yeah. no problem not mine yeah racism is more it's not really ignorance i think it's just a matter of prejudice and as long as people continue to have that opinion, it's not going to change. I don't think racism will ever fully go away. I think we can mitigate it, but it's not ever fully going to go away just because of how ingrained it is in the world's history and how many people are just willing to keep teaching those morals to their children over and over. It's like the Nazi regime, for example. Being a Nazi was outright banned, and yet we still have neo-Nazi groups popping up every couple of years, like weeds that just won't die. Or like trash Pokemon that you have to keep killing over and over again when they respawn. So, yeah, I don't, I... it's it's it, it's something that we have to. It's annoying that we have to accept it as as the black caucus. We have to fully accept that it won't go away. But we, I think that again, that's why it comes to having to educate and um, have our own, have our own. Yeah. Um, I think within our own, I can't trust. Anybody to to me? Oh, okay. You want to go there? Okay, (laughs) hold on. Before we do go there, (laughs) let's see. Before we do go there, I think the the discussion I was having um, about what's it, Horizon Zero Dawn, was that we can't we can't expect like Guerrilla Games. Is it Swedish? It's it's a Central European company. I know CD Projekt Red is like a Polish. Yeah. Yeah, but I actually don't know where Guerrilla Games is based. Guerrilla Games is, uh, is, if it's not Swedish, it is somewhere in Central Europe. There is, and you don't have an excuse. Okay. Hindsight, 2020. But you should really think about the culture that you pull from and whether or not you consult. And if you do consult, they did their, if they did their best to consult, and that's what they got, it was very clear that we just didn't, it, it wasn't, we just don't see it as good enough. That's that. Uh, but, at the end of the day, I'm not going to look oh, to they're Dutch. Every single culture is going to be able to have a company that represents them or a group of people that represent them correctly. We do need to have the people that are within the companies are representing each culture yeah. um, effectively to avoid there being problems that we had, like in Horizon Zero Dawn or even the people that are bringing up um, issues concerning skins within Apex, which is fair enough because I that's a different thing altogether. But as much as we have those issues, um, I don't think it'll ever be truly, rep- we won't have true representation um, unless these companies fully dedicate themselves to it. Otherwise, we would need to have our own companies that if we're going to tackle these things or have characters that represent a black individual or at least some elements of black culture or something concerning whatever tract or group of people, we need to make it ourselves. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not just down to, it's, I'm not saying that it's just down to us to make it ourselves if we do need to have the companies. Um, that are representing us correctly if they do try, but we also need to do it ourselves. 
And so we do need to have our representation because they don't understand why. They, a lot of people don't understand why we need representation um, within companies. We're still hearing people say, oh, but we, we, we tolerate you. And we're just like, it's not a case of tolerance. We don't. Or, or you're making gaming unnecessarily political or you're ruining it by like including um, black characters, Asian characters, characters who are trans, characters who are, you know, like by mm. all of this, like, oh, you're unnecessarily politicizing games and all of this. <laughs> just because we're in like, what was it? What's the game that came out? That was like a seven-hour art stream by this guy who used to make like fan art, and all of a sudden is make Assassin's Creed Valhalla. The guy who was um, doing the art, the cover art, he used to make fan art. He's now blown. He's massive. He did like a seven-hour stream covering the game, and then they released the trailer for it the yeah. next day, and a lot of people were like, "Oh, why are there female Vikings? Why are there people of color who are Vikings?" And it's like. Uh-uh. It's a fantasy game. Yeah. It is a fantasy game. And you are crying because the pixelated character that you can play as has an option to be of a different skin color. Just pick whatever you want to play as and run with it. Like nobody's asking you to play as a black character if you don't want to. No one is asking you to play as a character with Asian features if you don't want to. No one's asking you to play as a female character if you don't want to. Why are you mad that there is the option? I don't understand. Like it doesn't affect you because at the end of the day, you do what you choose to do. Facts. And people get so like annoyed about it and so up themselves about it. And it's like if you don't like somebody on Twitter, instead of crying at in them and just being messy, block them, fam. That's what the button was made for. What is this quasia that you're just releasing all of this? You know, just flipping block them. It's not that hard. It's one button. It solves all your mess. Bada bing, bada boom, sit it bang, the dirt is gone. What more do you want? What do you what want? Because you silly bang the dirt is gone. No, for real. It just it pisses me off so much when I see people complain I'm about that. Or like oh um Elder Scrolls for example, the fact that you have like all the options with the hairstyles or like Guild Wars 2 when they made the options, they have brilliant black hairstyles in Guild Wars 2, by the way. Mm. Anyone who plays that, shout out to you, because I did not know that was a thing. But people were getting really up themselves about it. Or people um, tweeting about Animal Crossing, for example, like, oh, we'd love some more curly hairstyles in there. It would provide, like, a great amount of variety. And there are people who aren't even necessarily, like, you know, black, Asian, whatever, who would like some of the hairstyles that people have been coming up with included in games. So I don't understand why it's so offensive that people want to add additional content. You're not being pushed out of something. We're just expanding it to include more people. And if that's a problem for you, then you don't need to play the game. I'm sorry. Like it's an inclusive con it's a it's weird. It's an inclusive um 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 what is the term? I'm forgetting words today. This is why you don't play games till four AM. Being Uh, inclusive (laughs) doesn't mean that we're excluding you. Exactly. Like, we, we it, it is something it, it's it's an entire thing we we play these games and we know that within these games anybody should be able to play them it does it's not exclusionary as a platform the platform is fully inclusive to the point where you have places like microsoft again we have to give hats off where, you know we have to give credit where credit is due microsoft have put in so much focus into 
um, creating uh, uh, hardware that allows for different abilities. It, it caters for different disabilities, allowing people to come in and play games. Um, I can't remember the name of the pad, but it was one massive thing that had like massive buttons and like you can then also um, have modular components that you add to it and whatnot. You have Microsoft doing that. I don't I can't remember if PlayStation or what other platforms have done the same thing. You have companies that go and do that. We we allow for different coloring for different um sites. We allow the games Dauntless, I was I was told um by a friend of mine again that in Dauntless the sound design is made in such a way so that if you're blind you can play it. Yeah. But we are stuck on accessibility or sorry, um customization of characters based on their skin color. Or hairstyle. It's stupid. It's a very, very silly thing, and this isn't representative of the entire, um, um, back, like the the entire uh, group of people that play games. This isn't representative of uh, the society, the society or group of people that play this game. It's not re- representative of everybody, but it's it's interesting and ridiculous as a problem to have because even, it's like this is an escaping medium. Sorry, Karen. Even talking about customization of characters, even if we move it to like the professional players. For example, I play Overwatch. Like, I'm a Nigerian-British, not girl anymore, but, like, you know, Nigerian-British, live in England, plays Overwatch. Actually, do you know what I mean? I am by absolutely no means the only black woman playing Overwatch, and yet how many many black people, not just talk about women, how many black people do you see in professional esports teams playing Overwatch? How many? How many black people do you see in professional teams playing 2K, for example? By the way, if you missed out on that being £4 on the PlayStation Store, I'm so sorry. (laughs) I am so sorry. It was £4, man. I had to buy it. When my little brother's not pissing me off, I'll let him play it in it. But £4? Deal. I said, don't worry about it. Although that may have been a selfish thing for anybody else that wants to come play. Okay. Do you know what the thing is for me, though? When it comes to professional sports, it's kind of a hard one to pin anything on because the amount of ability that you have to have to get into certain um, um, streams of competitive play is ridiculous. So I think it's whether or not, how many black people do we know that can play on a competitive level? And if they are there, we need to push them forward because that is one that I don't even know how to even start pulling apart and understanding. The thing is with these competitive things, like having access to facilities where you can train or even getting the opportunity is the point where they're filtering out female people, black people, do you know what I mean? They're filtering us out at that point of entry. So it is very, very hard for people to get to the point where they are professional grade, when they may not necessarily be able to afford the equipment, afford to sink the time in when they're students, they have a full-time job, they're taking care of the family, they're paying their rent. You can't afford necessarily to sink hundreds and hundreds of hours a month into playing a game in order to build up the requisite skills in order to get to professional grade. There are people who do, however, just like there are people who, on their own, manage to get enough t- skill to get scouted for football teams, for example. So... It's not that the people don't exist, it's that they're not picking those people when the time comes to form the teams. I don't know. So when those people aren't visible, yeah. It's a it's a 
progressively worse cycle because they aren't picking those people to form the teams. You then watch the esports competitions and literally everyone looks the same. They're either white or Asian. So less and less black people apply because they're just going to think, well, they're not going to choose me anyway. There's no point. Do you know what I mean? I mean, it's just a cycle. I, I, I don't think that's the case. I think the problem that we have it's, I don't think it's we're getting filled with den- we're denied a point of entry. I don't know the exposure of games as a professional medium has really made it to the forefront of black culture that we know definitely that if you put in a hundred or however many hours, not a hundred, that's a mean you, that's, but however many thousands of hours you put into a game, if that will convert for you to actually have a substantial living or focus to have put on to games. Because I feel like it's a privilege to live with that you can focus on that as a primary means of income. But then before you even know it's a primary means of income, you can dedicate an amount of time to do these things and then get to a point where you're a professional level, at a professional level. But here's so, the thing. How many of our parents told us, I know personally my parents said, you either have to be a doctor, a lawyer or a pharmacist or you know what I mean they tell you to go for those traditional careers because those are the ones that they know that if you put in the effort you'll succeed at and that you'll less be less likely to be struck by prejudice and get booted out of potentially getting into that career that's why parents drive you to go for those routes because the skills that you build up along those routes means that you're gonna be all right if you manage to get into whatever position you get into when it comes to games however because they even now a lot of people still don't like their parents um still don't like their children to go into like arts careers or the less traditional careers because they don't think that they'll make a living out of it they don't think that they're going to get popular enough in order to sustain a living off of these careers however with gaming Sure, a lot of people don't realise it's a stable career. My parents don't respect the fact, certainly, that I'm streaming on Twitch and that it does provide a source of income. They don't get it. Yeah. They don't understand it. it. They no, don't care about now, sponsorships and all of that. They expect the new do what I need. To. Yeah, they, they expect me to do what I need to do for my traditional career, and I respect that. Mm. But at the same time, Twitch is an option. A mixer is an option hold on, hold on. You've, you've entered the matrix gaming is an option a lot of people oh, no. don't risk oh, it's calm. Yeah. calm now okay you're calm uh, now you're calm continue continue calm now yeah a, a lot of people don't respect that but and in addition to that how do you expect people to push their, their children towards these types of careers if they don't see that people who look like their children are succeeding in that space how do you expect people to push their children towards those careers when they don't see people who look like them succeeding? And that's Especially where, with the amount of time that you have to put in. And that's what I'm saying. It's, it's now becoming a... Um, um, it was, when you look at it that way, it was a consistent, like, never-ending cycle of... It, you won't see anything concerning until you... I think the first time my dad was like, oh, you can actually make f- uh, time uh, money from doing, like, playing games was the time where he heard of that kid that made, what, 14 mil? Fortnite, yeah. From playing Fortnite. Yeah. And he was just like, oh, you should, why don't you go and play games? I was like, you madman. I've been through three years of uni and I've been playing games for 20, you bought me my PlayStation 1. 
And that came out in 2000, no, 1996. And I was born in 95. You watched me play that, my PS2, my PS2, my PS4. And now you're telling me I should play games. You're mad. I can't. It's only now you want to respect me. But that's the thing. It's like, that's where it, is. That's where it started. They saw, they saw that being a doctor, not only was it a case of getting money, it was also a case of pride for the, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna lie. I feel like a lot of parents are going to go to certain jobs. Not a lot. Let me not generalize. But I feel like parents would have driven you to go for a certain job because they know that not only is something that would have brought pride to the family. Let's, let's not lie. Sure. It's, it's very sure. Sure. It's not my child. He's now, he's yeah. doctor. Yeah, sure. Sure. You know what I mean? That's yeah. what they were doing. Sure. But now you can see that this is an avenue. They want to show up where it's now an avenue that they can do this. It's something that they probably already do as a extracurricular thing. And you know what I mean? You can actually make money from it if you go and you dedicate the time. That's why when I come and I look at stuff like professional gaming, I'm like, okay, that one requires a lot of, like, you can't, some of these professional gamers, just being a Twitch streamer, mm. people that do it at a high level, just being a Twitch streamer requires you to focus on a game like it's your nine to five and actually study that game. There's a guy I watch, Zeronic, that plays Rainbow Six Siege. Whenever I'm like just chilling on my off time and I've got something in the background, I'll be I'll be paying attention to what he's doing because it's he's got a fun like he's interesting to watch as a person. He's fun. He's uh, he's from um um he's also Dutch, but I can't I can't remember exactly where he's from. But he plays the game. He's white. He plays the game well, like very well. And I find it interesting to watch him play. But when you see how much attention to detail that comes with playing just that game then you realize that there are mandem that you know that folk that apply this kind of attention, but they're playing FIFA. Mm. They don't do it seriously. They do mm. it recreationally on something like FIFA. They do it on NBA. They do it on other games, maybe Call of Duty. A lot of the mainstream, mainstream games, what we know, it's only now that um, more um, nuanced, different games that do not follow these set shoot or sport are what people are now joining into. And there's a lot of people that stream on um, Twitch that show this, but when it comes to on a professional level, the amount of focus that is required, it's something that we haven't been exposed for people to actually take time and play. You know what I mean? Mm. Playing Rainbow Six Siege like that is different. Playing, um, even playing games like flipping Super Mario um, now when they have uh, Mario Maker and the amount of deals that people go in to have to make levels different. Watching um, people cry on Mario Maker is the funniest thing. I'm sorry. <laughs> It makes my day watching videos of people like breaking their switch controllers. <laughs> One guy threw his switch out the third floor of his building because of this level that was made by Dashi on Super Mario Maker. The funniest thing I've ever seen. It is. I can't. I can't. I can't wait. <laughs> that's required for this stuff is mad but within our own culture people didn't force you to go towards that so we're not going to see we're going to start seeing a lot of representation when it comes to stuff like twitch because mm. twitch is like youtube but more forgiving yeah. at this point yeah you know i mean as you said yeah. um, earlier jamal it's like it's now like youtube yeah you know i mean it's now we say youtube as it's a synonymous thing for a social media um, platform that allow you to post video so it's a web the platform. It's literally the equivalent. And we're seeing a lot of black people. I think, uh, what's it? The person that I saw recently get fully recognized um, was Story Mode Bay. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. She got, you know, recently recognized. But from what I saw, she's actually pretty cool. So what she really does take in time to um, 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 engage with the community. She plays games frequently. There is, I, that's another thing. There's a lot of women that can play me, any man under the table that I've come across. I'm like, this is actually rude. This yeah. is rude. But the representation is there. And there are people that they have the skill. They're just not pushed towards it. We are not pushed towards it. But we will start seeing that happen now more frequently. Yeah. You know? I, I, just before we go, just before we go, drop another game. We would, what I would like is for Adiola to give us like a, uh, you know, take us back in the time and how you got into what happened to your head? Sorry. position you are in now. If you could just, oh, give I got brief. into yeah. gaming, streaming, all of that. Yeah. Um. Just so what was the console that we got was like the what the playstation or the playstation 2 no my friend had a playstation the original playstation and then after like a year and a half of tantrums crying eating um okra even though i hated it and all of that we managed to convince to buy a ps2 and it like play in shifts because we only had a couple of games that had um, required multiple controllers for local multiplayer. So with single player games, we would have like shifts to play. So they're my little brother. And there was this one Ade, 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 Ade. Game I remember on PS2. Ade, 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 you've entered the Matrix, you've entered the Matrix, you've entered the Matrix. <laughs> Earth to Ade. Come back. Matrix. Oh, okay, hold on. You're slowly coming back. Like we can hear, but we can't. Going to bed. Oh, oh wait, wait, wait. Is it back? It's back now. It seems like it's temporary. There we go. Yeah. Okay. There we go. Uh, yeah, so we used to have shifts to beat this game like three hours at a time after school we would all continuously go on the playstation and rotate until we'd 100 percent with this game and just from there like any time i could i used to play runescape i used to play like mm-hmm. all the online games like adventure yeah. quest and pokemon crater and anything i could get my hands on like in IT lessons, I would load up like World of Warcraft, mini clip, all of this, and just be uh-huh. switching windows. And I finally got my PS4, um, pre-ordered Monster Hunter World and got Overwatch on PS4. I had it on PC from launch and just started playing. It took me a while to work up the courage to stream though, because it's one thing to play these things on your own it's another thing to put yourself out there on the internet but I just thought that it would be a good way to find people who were interested in the things I was interested in has it gone off? Okay. The last thing we heard was, um, 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 well, because I started trying to pick up everything you were saying in between. It's a def- it's another thing to put yourself out there while playing these games. There we go. Okay, we'll be back. 
yeah last thing we heard was that you said it's another thing to put yourself at all are you still here okay you back We have two minutes and 30 seconds, essentially. So, what was the last thing? You guys are... Oh. Uh, oh, it says my connection is unstable. Uh-oh. We need to hear the rest of this. Yeah. Okay. Yo. The video Okay, we can... The, the video is acting a bit funny, but don't worry, we can, we can, we can continue anyway. Yeah. Last thing we heard was you saying that it's one thing to play the games, but it's a different thing entirely to put yourself out there and play these games. So continue. Oh, um, yeah. Because as a kid, I was very, very shy. Like the only thing I did was read books. I used to read at least like three books a week. There was a point where I was reading at least one a day because I didn't talk to people. Like mm-hmm. I just couldn't hold conversations with people. So I would just lose myself in that other written world. Yeah. So playing games was very much the same thing. And that's why... On consoles, especially, I loved single player games. On PC was where I played the stuff that like involved other people, but that, that was more like RuneScape, World of Warcraft, stuff like that. So when I decided to stream, um, I think at a natural hair event, I ran into uh, Jay, who runs the Black Girl Gamers community, which are very active on Twitch and Twitter and we weren't even talking originally about gaming we were talking about natural hair and I think I must have made a joke and she was like oh are you into gaming and I have like a Facebook group of women who are into that and originally I thought it was like a scam I was like you sure about that and she was like no 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 I'm serious like join the join the Facebook group join the discord and so I sat in that discord what they were doing and one day I just worked up the courage to say hi and it was like everyone was like oh hi nice to meet you we were worried about you you were really quiet and they just started giving me advice and encouraging me to do it and giving me suggestions and so I just started streaming and I just haven't stopped doing it from there because I found that I just really enjoy it and it's given that I've had no one to chat to you about it before. I've gone to so many events that I never thought I would actually get to go because of it. And I've had so many unique experiences that I don't think I'm ever going to give it up because it's become really, really important. I sat in that Discord chat for four months watching people like, you know, say hi to each other, recommending games, just having like, you know, random conversations, not even just about gaming, but genuinely becoming friends on there. And so I just decided to pipe up one day and everyone was really nice about it. They were all really helpful. When I started asking people for like tips and, oh, how did you do that? What equipment are you using? Like they recommended what capture card I was going to get, told me to do some research. And so I just decided to start streaming from my PlayStation. I didn't have enough money to get a camera. Shit, I didn't even have enough money to get like, you know, garlic seasoning at that point. Because... <laughs> rent and all of that you know what i mean so i decided to start streaming straight from my playstation um turned on the console did it and people were popping up like oh hi you're playing this did you pre-order the game and slowly but surely it just became easier and easier to speak up so i started playing 
more and more often in games like Overwatch with the mic enabled so I could speak to people. And I just started getting to know people and getting friends through doing it. And I've been to so many places that I don't think I would have ever had the opportunity to go to otherwise. And I've had so many experiences that I don't think I would give up for the world. Had COVID not slapped everybody into lockdown, I would have probably gone to TwitchCon EU at the beginning of this point. (laughs) You're going to go. And I wanted to go. I told you, if you're going to go, let me know. I, I told you about it. I you told, told you. About it. I told you, you about EGX as well. <laughs> yeah, you did, didn't you? No, but I was Still. ready. My body was ready because Lord knows I ain't got the money to go to TwitchCon USA. Much as I would have loved to, I don't have no. the money for that. But TwitchCon EU is accessible because EasyJet is right there. Do you know what I mean? So I was prepared. Like I had the Airbnb. I had everything locked down only for the pandemic to say, sight, you're staying at home. So I'm upset about that. Um, no, man, we need, to, we need to extend this conversation. If we continue, it's going to go for four hours. But yeah. a face-to-face one is needed. This one is Definitely. just like a free call. 100%. 100%. I was I was pushing that hopefully if the pandemic was chilling at some point and we didn't have anything like this, we would have you first on face to face. But clearly we might be like half of almost a year. So yeah, here we are. <laughs> Don't worry. Part two. Part two. We're definitely gonna have to do this IRL. But anyways, I'm happy to come on for part two in it because I've enjoyed worry. it. Don't fun. worry, we're enjoying you. Also, uh, we should probably plug. Um, 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 what's the I don't know why my brain's gone blank on the um, anime, not the animatics. You are the, yeah. yes, animatics. Yes. Um, so the animatics podcast, if you're interested listening to five London girls who enjoy a variety of anime, not just Dragon Ball, not just Naruto. Do you know what I mean? Like we, I'm, I'm really happy that I've met these girls and I've started doing it because we watch, listen, read everything from like the cheesiest of shoujo to like the goriest of horror, do you know what I mean? So whatever you're into, there's going to be somebody to have a talk about with it. So yeah, just pull up. We're on Twitter. Um, our Twitter account is the Animatics Pod. We're also on Instagram. If you click the link, I think it's the Animatics Podcast with dashes in between. Dot um, card. Dot co. It will pop up with like our business card website, and it has links to where you can get to us on Spotify, SoundCloud, Instagram, Twitter, wherever. So yeah, check us out for that. And um, if you catch me on Twitch sometime, just stick around, say hi. Yeah, we're going to have to, I, I fully advocate for um, animatics because they've had me cackling and they've actually spoken about a lot concerning, no, fully, the, the, the discussion that you guys have on anime is actually really, really good. And it's kind of pull up again because I normally would listen when I'm at work or like when oh, I'm playing yeah. games because I've been streaming, it's been hard to kind of balance. But I've, I've enjoyed their content, I'm not going to lie. So check We've out animatics. To get together. Yeah, we've got to get together and record because recording has been kind of hard with the current situation and my mic and everything has managed to come. Some of the other girls are having problems receiving their deliveries and setting it up and doing all this. So whenever we finally get that pattern, we're definitely 
going to record another episode because I've missed them yeah. a lot and I know that they're missing us too. So, yeah. No worry. We'll work, they'll, they'll, you guys will work something out. Mm. It'll be okay. We'll work out. Okay. We'll work out. All right. Well, this has been the Technology Podcast. Uncle Jay, do you want to give us a finish off for this one? Yeah, do you want to wrap this up for us? Um, I've got a few plugins. If you want to... Um, because now we're doing articles now, so if you want to get like a, oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> if I you thought that was a pipeline thing. I didn't say anything about that because I was like, I'm seeing there's developments coming here and there, but I want to keep. Oh, quiet. it's live! It's it's live! It's, it's live now! It's live now! Yeah, yeah. Paul's made it live. Yeah, so if you want to, hey. you know, from our episodes, you want to see like a condensed version, or is there for you? Um, there's some tips. What's that? Me the link for that because I'm definitely gonna have to have a look through those. So for all yeah, of nice our, way to catch up. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like for all our episodes, even this one, we want to make it you know put in an article format. Um, yeah, because some people that like reading, so we want to cater to them as well. So I think it's technology. So I think if you're going to subtract, then just type in technology. T e c h n u l l o g y, yeah. We'll go from there. I'm going right. well, that's that. And obviously, well, last thing, the Barner brand. If you're someone that uses glasses, and you know you're working at the computer screen, and the light is affecting your glasses, you know there's some sort of reflection light to your glasses. Then, you know. Wait, how do I even? How would? Because we need to get them the, the, the referral. We'll do something. Yeah, we have to do something specific for the Barnum brand. But we will discuss that in a second. Let's yeah. lock this off. This has been a technology TV podcast. We've got Jamal. We've got Adiola. We've got me, myself, mm-hmm. Malvin. Thank you, man, for coming through. We do appreciate it. Come again next time we're on. Deuces. Bye. Bye.